0: Hey guys, this is Tyler. So, kind of letting you know if you missed the show um, that came out, one of the shows that came out last week, 247. um, We actually recorded on Friday night, the 12th and recorded a lot of stuff. It went very long and I decided to break up actually the second half of the show and release that part first since it was all Nintendo stuff and it was all pretty fresh with the direct and everything. And this was actually the first part we recorded. I say in the beginning, in the intro, it's 247. This is actually going to be officially 248. Um... But in case you guys missed the second half, I talk about, it, talk, I hype up Nintendo, talk a lot. In the first part of the show, if you missed that, um, check it out. Came out on Sunday. Uh, but thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Junk Dasher's podcast, 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 podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Junk Dasher's podcast, podcast, podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Junk Dasher's podcast a 6-pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's John Podcast. 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 Max sit back and prepare
1: back of the
0: back of the back of the back, back of podcast. back the back Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 247 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy?
1: Oh man, I am fucking tired, Tyler. But you know what? The Colonel does not sleep like any other regular dude. He is still trucking. He is still alive on this. Friday night of recording, so yeah, I am doing pretty well. How about yourself?
0: Doing all right. I'm gonna do better here in about two seconds. Yeah, yeah. First, this is like my first beers since we recorded last couple. Of, it's been a couple weeks. Oh yeah. Gables. Uh, oh fuck. It, yeah, it was nice. Uh, a little. We got a nice little break there. Uh, you know, obviously missed talking to Gables, missed uh doing the show, but it was, you know. Nice not, I had and put time in editing a show spending my Sunday editing or spending my my uh Saturday afternoon putting together show notes or uh you know whatever I yeah. spent Saturday night i just, I just watched a bunch of Ash vs. Evil Dead on Netflix dude and it was it was great that sounds it's, amazing it's it's an excellent show I poop socked the whole show all both seasons <laughs> it, it's done uh yeah. No, I'm doing. I'm you know, I'm doing all right. It's uh been busy, uh you know, with work. Busy is the time of the year for us. This time, you know, in January and February, and, you know, just yeah, yeah, it's busy. So, you know, other than that, you know, doing doing pretty good. How you been, Gables? <laughs> I already asked the question, but yeah,
1: you've already asked the question, but I'll go ahead and chime. I in. I forgot anyway. how we
0: did this. <laughs> I, am I supposed to press record before or after? <laughs>
1: Oh my god, that's a pit. That's a tribute to the first episode. Um, almost five but, years ago. That was almost five years ago, man. Shit. But um, yeah, you know what? I have been busy at work with stuff. A lot of crazy stuff has been happening in my life, but uh, I have been playing quite a bit of games on Steam. So. If we may, let's go ahead and do a little bit of discussion to what we've been playing just to get it out of the way, don't you think?
0: Yeah, it works. works.
1: Okay, so there's this game that one of my coworkers wanted me to play when Steam had its winter sale. She wanted me to play Dead by Daylight. Now, being the person that I am, I've never actually heard of Dead by Daylight because, for one, I don't play horror games that much, but... I decided to give it a shot. It's like, basically, she was bugging me at work. So when are you gonna get dead by daylight? When are you gonna get dead by daylight? When are you gonna dead light daylight? That's exactly what she would sound like too. As like, uh <laughs> she would basically come back every time she'd empty a metro, come back to assume it's like, when are you gonna get that game? When are you gonna get this? And I asked her straight up. It's like, are you gonna do that every time that I come through? That you come <laughs> back here and like just talk with me? It's like. Oh, and you know what? After that first day and stuff, I decided to go and get Dead by Daylight. I bought it for 10 bucks. I haven't spent any more money or anything else on it for the DLC stuff, which, you know what? That all depends upon what you want to get out of the game. But uh, basically the aspect, the main idea behind Dead by Daylight is it's a 4v1 multiplayer game, online multiplayer game. It's sort of similar in terms of how Friday the 13th was, released last year to where it's basically almost the same principle only the difference is that the online modes there's a there are more robust online mood modes for dead by daylight you actually through dlc you can go through and play as different horror characters say if you're a killer and stuff and you buy a couple of dlcs that have like freddy and like uh michael myers and like uh other types of like original creations. I mean, they could be pretty fun to play as, but I'll tell you what, it's awfully fucking frustrating trying to play against a Freddy player when you're a survivor. Quintessentially, quintessentially, what Freddy does is a monster Wait, character. I got, I got
0: a, I got a question. So, yes. as a survivor, are you like, so it's four v one? Are you like the Des- Destiny's Child again, like against? <laughs> uh, like Freddy
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, you're a survivor, all right. Now, will you make it? That's the question. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) I got you there.
0: That was a good one. That was a good comeback. Um,
1: But, uh, anyway. Your role as a survivor is to try to power on these generators. Now, for, say, if you keep all of your crew alive, if you power down all five of the generators, there comes a... You can actually open the back door. You can find the exit and just leave it by there. But if, say, one of you dies or maybe, like, two of you die or something like that, if you have, like, three generators that are left, there's a hatch that somehow appears on the map, right? And it's automatically random. You don't know where it's at. You have to find it. And sometimes it's open. Sometimes you have to go through and, like, power on, like like, a a fuse box or something in order to open the main back door. And I'll tell you what, it... The last match I played with Dead by Daylight with my uh, co-worker and stuff, and, like, a few other random players and stuff, I actually managed to not only open the door and stuff, but I actually had a chance to escape. (laughs) It was one of the first times I did that, you know? It's like, she got off the last generator, and I opened the door, and then, like... I was like, come on, don't, it's like, don't taunt, don't taunt, go ahead, just get to the exit and stuff. Because here's something that she does. She loves to troll players, right? And so what she tries to do, and I've seen this firsthand through spectating her matches when I'm dead, like in a round or something, where she was literally on top of a hatch, right? She could have just went through it, but no, she had to wait until the killer was there, right? And she was like, thinking, oh, I'm going to go through it, I'm going to jump and, like, dive into the thing as, like, uh, the killer guy appears and tries to get me. What ends up happening was she, does, she did it at the wrong moment, and the killer caught her and just basically just fucking just <laughs> stole any from the escape. And I kept telling her, it's like, you should have listened to me. You should have escaped out of that hatch. <laughs> you had to go for the cockiness. <laughs> you got you to gotta listen to your, you know, your colonel. You got to listen to the colonel, lady. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Gotta listen to the Colonel Petit. But anyway. um, Anyway, the game in and of itself, I feel, is pretty fun. It can be nerve-wracking, especially if you're paired off against a bunch of random players that don't know what they're doing. And I'll tell you what. I'm still very new to this in comparison to how she is, where she's like over 200-something hours. She's working on her third prestige on the character that she uh, has. And so basically, what you get... After each match, you get these things called blood points, right? These blood pathogens or something. Yeah. And you can invest them on specific types of, like, stats or items or what type of perks and stuff. And after a certain amount of levels and stuff, you get to equip perks. You get to equip, like, certain items. So there there are one-time-use items, say, like, toolboxes or, like, uh, flares or whatever. And basically what you can do... ...is if you have a toolbox, it'll actually help you in terms of repairing, like, say, a generator faster... ...or if you had, like, some sort of other types of supplies, you could actually sabotage, like, one of the hooks. And speaking of the hooks, how you die in this game is really interesting. Across the maps, there are these hooks that that the killer can actually hang you from, like, by your chest... Now, the thing is, if you try to escape off these hooks, you literally have a 4% chance of going through and actually escaping off the hook yourself without mm. dying. <laughs> 45% chance,
0: that's good. I've
1: actually tried once, and I died. But, uh, no, other players can actually come forth and pick you off the hooks. They could heal you, they could do this and do that. But you can also sabotage these hooks by, like, uh, doing that. But after you do that, you have, like, maybe, like, a three to five minute wait period before the thing regenerates. So the overall purpose in just dismantling that is to get the killer's attention so that maybe your squad mates can go and get, like, a generator done or something. And you know what? When you try to power on these generators, there's sometimes there's a little mini game where you have to match where the space bar is within this, like, specific type of, like, line. So if you manage to, like, fuck up... And trust me, I fucked up a lot. The generator would explode. It would basically explode and it would alert the killer where my presence was. <laughs> so you can imagine old Colonel Gables here trying to go forth and it's like uh trying to turn on a generator and all of a sudden it's like all of a sudden a minute later, kaboom! Kaboom. And uh, you just hear your you just hear her in the back. It's like, really? Again? Like, yeah, what? That's basically my gameplay stuff with my coworker. That it, oh God, she's such a fucking spitfire. But uh, anyway, now with this game and stuff, I've managed to get all the way up to like level fourteen. Which, by way of leveling up, you just have to unlock these specific types of skill trees. I've already said that they are like perks, weapons, this and that and stuff. But once you get to a certain level, you can actually unlock additional like perk, like stat like perk things that you can equip. Like say you can you can have upwards to like maybe four or five like depending upon the character. Four or five like uh, different things that you can equip like perks on. My character that I'm using right now is like it can only do like one. So I have one perk that I can equip onto her. And then you can go through and like level up. Then at level fifteen and unlocks another item slot or something for you to like just equip the perk onto and stuff. It's Basically, progression through just being dead over and over and over. <laughs> but the funniest part about it is it actually is a pretty fun game. And I'm very surprised that I am actually got hooked on this game when uh, I bought it. So, <laughs> other than that, I have been streaming bits of games here and there. I tried streaming Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, from the... Nathan Drake Collection on my PS4. Last Sunday, I decided to go through and try to play the game on Crushing. Ooh, okay. The Crushing mode is kind of funny. Whereas, the first chapter, I died like three times. Because I kept getting headshotted while people were on the freaking, like, boats. These freaking Somali pirates or whatnot just trying to attack your fucking boat in the middle of nowhere. But... Everything was all well fine and good. I was actually I thought I was doing relatively decent until I got to the midway through chapter four. And there are all these thugs that are coming out of the woodwork. And I literally went through and I had to try to master how, what thug do I have to take out first? Not only that, I have to figure out how many shots am I going to take in this. I have to micromanage. That's something I don't do in video games while I'm playing these type of games because if I'm playing an action like action based like an action adventure shooter or something like that I just basically just kill whatever and stuff and then just go through on the next thing it's like no on the crushing mode of uncharted I have to go through and plan oh okay I got to take this thug out first I got to make sure that I don't leave alive this guy with the assault rifle so he'll just easily just kill me in two hits and then all of a sudden I got to go forth to this area so that uh, the spawn point for this guy Like, basically, the next wave does not go forth and literally just shoot me in the head from above the trees. Those moments basically happened to me. (laughs) And so I'm, like, right towards the last part of Chapter 4, and I decided to call it quits. I went through, like, two and a half hours on stream for my Twitch channel, which is also under Colonel Gables. And other than that, I had been streaming, like I said, Death by Daylight, but I also been streaming more of Cuphead. Which Cuphead? Earlier on this week, I streamed a little bit of. I basically went through bears von Bonbon in World Two. That crazy, freaking like lollipop lady that just basically has a gigantic freaking like sugar and gumdrop castle with all her confectionery like. Demonic shit, you know, with a, the the cupcake and the gumball machine, and the candy corn, the jawbreaker, and the diabetes. Anyway, <laughs> I took on that. Ganondorf I took on... the
0: DS diabetes. Is that what it was? That what it was?
1: Ganondorf and his diabetes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, actually, that would actually be pretty fun to have on a t shirt. Ganondorf's diabetes. <laughs> no left foot. <laughs> Oh, God, where is this going?
0: Anyway. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing anymore.
1: (laughs) So, anyway, I went through that. Went through, I think, one or two actual transversing stages, and I faced off against another boss, which this is a gigantic bird inside of a birdhouse. And it's you inside your jet have to go through and beat this thing, and it has, like, four or five different types of layers to where... First, you're facing off against the bird inside the birdhouse. Then the birdhouse kind of crumbles, and, like, the the bird is so pissed at you that it's shooting feathers all across the screen, and you have to navigate, like, a bullet hell-style game in order to try to not get hit. And then all of a sudden, it's like the birdhouse explodes, and you have a little baby bird that's inside the middle. Then it's like, you kill the baby bird, and all of a sudden, you have the fucking... These two paramedic birds is taking the first bird's corpse up the freaking thing and like you, it's like shooting eggs at you. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's that type of moment, which I those type of moments in Cuphead in general are so amazing because it's like you don't know what's gonna happen next, and once it does, you're like, oh my god, that is so clever, <laughs> that is so creative. But. Uh, yeah, you know what? Other than that, though, that's pretty much been what I've been gaming. <laughs> nice.
0: How about you, Tyler? Um, You know, I'm in that weird place, uh, kind of like I was about this time last year. Not so much gaming fatigue, but for the first time, really, since probably Resident Evil 7 or Horizon came out, like I don't have anything that I'm like wanting to play or... I don't have a crazy backlog. Um, I'm just kind of, kind of playing whatever, and nothing's really been grabbing me lately. Since uh, really the lot of our break, like I said, I've, I've watched a bunch of Ash, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Been kind of watching shit more lately. But um, as far as what I've been playing, I have played a couple of new stuff. Uh, yeah, one, one not a couple of them not so new. Uh, I I started playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, is on the PS4 flash sale. It was like ten bucks. Picked it up. Played that. I, yeah. played, I beat it back on Xbox One um, when I when I came with my Xbox when I bought it. I bought it and uh, been playing more of that. It's fun to play it through. And it's like the it was the um, like the definitive edition. So I had all the season pass stuff. So did some of the DLC on there. Um, I don't want to say too much more about it, but yeah, I, I like that game. It's it's Uncharted in a way. A lot of Uncharted in a way with some uh, Metro uh, Metroidvania. Uh, stuff to it, which uh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of hit and miss with them on, on that, but uh, yeah, it's fun. it's fun. It was kind of a fun little time sink there. Uh, when I was wanting to play a game, but I didn't really want to get too crazy because there's a bunch of this side shit you can do in it.
1: Yeah, you know uh, what we call those type of games though, where it's like it's in between of a major release and stuff. Hmm. We call those in betweeners. Yeah, where it's like. You just get done with a big old major game that you've been spending hours upon hours, maybe even like months playing. Then all of a sudden, it's like there's like a small window where you just want, okay, maybe I'll pop in this game, see if it's fun. Then all of a sudden, you play through that. So okay, that was fun, and then you go yeah. through the next big wave of shit.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, it's not really in between a one big game. It's just been like, like I said, like a year of big games. You know, 2017 yeah. was, was that's what 2017 was. Yeah. It's a year a big game with a big game and uh so it's just kind of nice kind of like <sighs> like as much as we love games it's just like you got too much yeah like it you, was don't have that anxiety you don't have that pressure like I gotta play this cause I got three other big games I gotta play I kid then, you oh, not
1: Tyler I I do I just I'm at the period and stuff where it's like I do not feel like buying any games Yeah, at all right yeah. now nothing that's really unusual for me yeah and obviously. i i actually kind of like it <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's a, it's a weird thing where i mean like there's games coming soon that i want to play and i'm going to buy or i've already actually paid for um but like i'm just kind of enjoying this downtime like actually i even saw like i was talking about in the uh year review show about games we wanted to play from 2017 we haven't played yet yeah and uh near uh automata automata
1: yeah it's either or at this point you know i just say automata
0: yeah whatever uh near a (laughs) hulkamania running wild yeah running wild uh it's it's on sale for like uh 30 bucks on bestbuy.com and it's like i got the gamer club thing so i can get it for like 22 bucks i'm just like yeah that's a really good deal because i was gonna go like i went to actually went to GameStop during you know like like last week or whatever and trade some stuff and and I was going, I was going to buy. It. I'm like, I'm going to buy that used. And they didn't have a used or new copy of it. I'm like, oh, holy shit! Uh, okay, yeah, it's
1: it's a pretty good game from what I yeah. understand, people really want to get that game.
0: Yeah, so I'm surprised. I mean, it's it's been tough to buy, and uh, you know, so I I was like, oh, I should get that. It's a good price. I'm just like, ah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's like I really want to play that game, but it's just like, I kind of want to. Like, I'm kind of enjoying this kind of. Like, I know it's a video game show, but, in a, like, in a way, I'm just, like, there's nothing I feel like I have to play right now. Uh, <laughs> at least that's fresh, that's new. And yeah. it, it's, it's kind of a fun feeling. It, it, it sucks in some ways, but in other ways it's kind of nice, especially because I don't have, like, super a lot of time to play games right now, unfortunately. But um, Yeah. But you you know what, Tyler? I, just to chime
1: in just for a moment, though. It's yeah, like, go ahead. I kind of feel the opposite way where it's, like, I feel like I'm actually glad that there's no big releases at the moment, but also I'm just glad that uh, I have the games that I do have in terms of I want to go through and play them, even though I don't have like too much, since I'm doing a lot of the online multiplayer stuff now. When it's like, hey, you know what? This is just this is actually pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, having to worry about that type of stuff.
0: Yeah, like yeah, I mean I, yeah, I agree. It's just. I, I, there's a lot of games I'm excited to play and we'll get into yeah. more of that because the beginning of the year is filling up quickly as far as video games coming out. Uh, yeah. at the video game calendar, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I played a couple other things. I, um, I got, I mentioned for Christmas, my sister bought me Friday the 13th, the video game. Yeah. Uh, I played, I haven't played a lot of, I played probably three or four hours of it. It's a, uh, it, it's in a way it's very similar to the, the core concept it, to dead by daylight. Yeah. Um, listen to you talk about it it's it, it differences obviously key differences but uh it's it's eight players seven versus one uh one person is jason and then there's seven uh camp counselors and uh there's a handful of different maps um and basically it's, you just either like there's like uh, i think there's a 20 minute time limit so either you survive 20 minutes um and if he doesn't kill you in 20 minutes and you then you, you win i guess uh, there, you can like find his little hut, I guess, um, which I heard is like super rare, never, almost never happens, and it has like his mom's uh, severed head in there. Oh! And if you get in there and you get the head, like you, you win. Um, you can actually kill Jason. That, I, but I also heard that is also extremely hard. There's actually like a, a trophy for it, and I think only like twenty percent of people that played the game got it. Wow. So that, I, I mean, I, I played some games where he took a lot of damage and didn't die. Um but yeah, like I said key, the key thing is like is you know surviving, you pick up weapons, pick up health uh packs, you hide, you can hide under like under beds or in uh like uh closets or something like stuff like that. And uh like you can also find like you can you can escape on a boat, you find parts for the boat, you find a propeller and some gasoline, uh you can escape in cars, but you gotta find the the battery uh, gas and the keys. Uh, there's two car, every stage thing has two cars. One's a four seater. One's a two seater. Uh-huh. Um, but you no, know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like, it's not like, uh, it, there's it's, there's a lot of jank to it. You know, like there's a lot of like bug, like a lot of glitching. Not bug, Yeah. Glitches. Um, where like, I was having a lot of issues. Where, like, I had one issue where I was on the other side, so- I was inside a house and, and Jason was on the, on, the, on the outside of the house. and uh-huh. I Well, I, he was chasing me, so I went through the window. And he actually, like, grabbed me. Like, he clipped through the environment of the house and grabbed me and killed me. Whoa! Like, he didn't break the wall down or anything like that. He's not Chris Jericho. He's not breaking down walls. <laughs> but he grabbed me, and he like, he actually pulled me in and killed me. Uh, so, I mean, there, there's some jank to it, but, it, I mean, it's not, like, it's not game-breaking anyway. I mean it can definitely ruin games at times, but it's not like, yeah. it's part of, it's just part of the, you know, the game, I guess, in a way, where the, like, it's not gonna, I don't think it's gonna make your game experience anymore, so it's not like Call of Duty, you know? No. It's just kind of a fun, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not taking it super seriously, it's fun to hop in, play a few matches. Yeah. Um, I, I got to play as Jason once, and I am a terrible Jason. Uh, I, I um, don't, I think it just got, all kind of comes with like, um playing it over time I actually my sister was uh loves that game so i played with her she taught me a lot she I was at one point I, when i was jason she was like she was the counselor and i'm a jam jason and she's like she's actually helping me try to find counselors and explain to me how like i don't want I, to like it took me like five minutes to figure out to get out because you start in jason's hut and i'm like yeah i don't know how to get out of the hut like what am i supposed to be doing here and um but he has like powers like, he has a warp powers uh he has um certain where you can sense like so if you if you run a lot like you have like the counselors have fatigue and like like there's different counselors you can you can play as and each of them have like they are some are better at repairs some are um have better luck when it comes to getting away or being found some are, have more stamina some are faster like there's all benefits there's all ups and downs to playing as every character and um yeah like but yeah it's 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 a fun game like uh, it's a game that I wish like I had. I knew more people that had this game because it'd be, it'd be yeah a, it'd be like almost like a Rocket League where like I would love to play that game anytime with people. Anytime oh my god,
1: dude! Like that definitely sounds like uh, me playing Death by Daylight now. It's like yeah, if I hadn't if I didn't have anybody to play the game with, I probably would not be playing it as much as I have been yeah. right now. I have like about fucking sixteen hours with that game already. Yeah. It's crazy to me to think that way, but
0: yeah, and that's why I'm with the with Friday Thirteenth. I was just like, man, if like we if if like the talk ship group, like a bunch of these people bought this game, I would fucking love that because I we would have a hell of a time playing that game. Just eight of us getting together and just being dumb in that. Like, it's a it's a dumb game, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a very good way. Well, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's a fun. It's just it's so it's fun. It's just a fun janky ass game but uh yeah i enjoy playing it and i I played a little bit of undertale i actually picked it up on ps4 yep played a little bit of undertale yes i i I don't know maybe i need to play it some more i played for like an hour and i just got annoyed with it and i was like ah fuck this game so i i i I, I quit playing and i installed it i don't know i was the humor wasn't hitting me the the combat's kind of meh. I don't. I don't really care. I don't know. Maybe I, I didn't even give it a second chance. But I was like, yeah, I played it for like an hour, and I was like, eh, I'm done. So that, that's pretty much really what I'm playing. Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. Um, but Gables, yes. There's been a lot of fucking news uh, since we started. Oh to, yeah. To this. We record. It's been a few weeks since we record a regular show. Uh, Nintendo's been big in the news, but you know what? We're going to save that stuff for last because okay. that's going to, I think it's going to take up a lot of time. But before we get into the news, actually, I want to go over our um, 2017 overall game of the year and a, a quick recap. Um, as of this recording, part two is not out yet. We're recording on Friday night uh, on the 12th, and then the show goes up on the 13th. But I want to run through real quick our each of our top ten lists and then the overall 10 uh, top ten games for us. So what I did... I do this every year. Is I take our um, our list, and <clears throat> if you got if you were tenth on somebody's list, you got one point. And uh, if you were you were first on someone's list, you got ten points. And mm-hmm. it kind of falls in place after that. So if you're if you got like ninth, you got two points. If you're second, you got eight points, so on and so forth. Um, so I'm gonna run through everybody's list real quick, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everybody our overall and the points they get earned. So um, for my list. Uh, number 10 was South Park Fractured But Whole. Number 9 was Life is Strange Before the Storm. 8 was Evil Within 2. 7 was Destiny 2. 6, Zelda Breath of the Wild. 5, Wolfenstein 2. 4, Hellblade. 3, Mario Odyssey. 2, Mario Plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. And number 1 was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And then uh, on Justin's list, he had ARMS at number 10. Number 9 was Mario Plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. 8, Horizon Zero Dawn. 7, Wolfenstein 2. 6, Metroid... Super Metroid... What the fuck was that game called? Um, Metroid Metroid Two: Samus Samus Returns. That's right, thank you. I just wrote Metroid. I forgot what it was called. Sorry. 6, yeah, that game. 5 was Cuphead. 4 was Sonic uh, Mania. 3, Resident Evil 7. 2, Mario Odyssey. Number 1, Zelda Breath of the Wild. And moving on to Gable's list. uh, His number 10 was Cuphead... Number nine, he had Ghost Recon Wildlands. Number eight was Arms. Seven was Destiny Two. Six, you had Tetris. Um, Puyo right? Puyo Tetris. Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah, Puyo Puyo. Puyo. <laughs> you still can't get yeah, it I even can't after do it, man. Months, the Puyo Puyo Tetris. Puyo Puyo Puyo. <laughs> you sound like you have a Japanese accent. Puyo I Puyo. <laughs> I should host like a Japanese game show. Uh, put that game the the yo tetris uh then you had uh pokemon ultra sun ultra moon uh four injustice 2 three sonic mania uh two zelda breath of the wild and number one mario odyssey um so it took all that a few things actually before we get to the our overall is that we had overall over the but over the potentially 30 different games we had 19 different games this year uh, fuck which is actually I thought was surprising to me uh, a pretty big disparity there uh, overall just because a lot of a lot of big games came out and I, th- I thought we'd have a lot more in common than we did so 19 out of you know potentially 30 is I think pretty good uh, but also Justin and I had 5 games in common Uh Horizon Kingdom Battle Mario Odyssey Wolf of Saiyan 2 and Zelda uh, Gables and I had 3 in common Mario, Zelda and Destiny 2 uh, Gables and Justin had five. Mario, Zelda, Sonic, Mania, Arms, and Cuphead. And then uh, all three of us had two games in common, Mario Odyssey and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Wow. Um, yeah. And then so our overall top ten list, there was actually a three-way tie uh, at the end there with seven points each, Hellblade, Injustice 2, and Cuphead. Um, you and Justin both had Cuphead on your list, so I gave it seven, and then you had Injustice 2 at four, I had Hellblade at 4, so that's why they fell in there. Oh, and then wow. um, there's also a tie for 7th place with uh, Destiny 2 and Resident Evil 7. Uh, Justin had Resident Evil 7 at 8, and then you and I both had Destiny 2 at 7. So that's how they ended up there. Um, number 6 was Wolfenstein 2 with 10 points. Uh, Justin and I both had it ranked. I had it 5th, he had it 7th. Uh, um, number 5 with 11 points was Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. I had it at 3rd. Uh, two and Justin had it at nine. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn with 13 points at four. Um, I had it at number one and Justin had it at number eight. Uh, and then Sonic Mania was number three. You had it at number three and Justin had it at number four. And then number two, um, Zelda Breath of the Wild with 24 points. Um, I had it at number six. You had it at number two and Justin yeah. had it at number one. And then last but certainly not least, with 27 points. Mario Odyssey, um, I had it three, you had it one, and Justin had it two. So, three, two, one, there. So, pretty good. I mean, overall, the top was, um, I think, you know, obviously the top two games we all had on our list. But, uh, yep. yeah. So, overall, our, our the Drunk Dash Runs game of the year, uh, based off points, is uh, Mario Odyssey, which is hard to hard to dispute there. Um, my 2017 game of the year will always be Captain Toad. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always remember captain toad anyways moving on to uh some of our news uh kind of a big some big things going on here lately with with destiny uh destiny 2 to be exact uh so first up uh this happened uh about a week ago but destiny 2 the uh there's some expansions like the the psn the playstation uh, store actually leaked some details on the second expansion uh it's called uh gods of mars uh, there's gonna be a brand new area called uh, frigate Veils of Mar- Vale Veil of Mars. Uh, there's gonna be new in- there's gonna be new enemies, uh, bosses, uh, there's a bunch of new story missions, gears, weapons armor, some new co-op activities and a new uh, new multiplayer arenas. Uh, and I think there was like a release window, but I can't I don't yeah, I couldn't remember what it was. Uh, but I, I, it wasn't in the article that I found, but I thought there was some talks of when the release window was. Uh, we both had a season pass. For Destiny yep. Two, um, I did play that a little bit. I'm actually at level twenty three now. I forgot to mention that Destiny Two. Oh, awesome! Um, I been I haven't played any of the new deals, the new season pass yet, but I've just been doing some of the uh, some of the main quests you unlock after you beat the main campaign. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, have you played any of that 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 first DLC expansion?
1: I've played maybe a couple missions of Temple of Osiris, but other than that, though, I put the game down for a bit because I kind of got a little bit. Uh... I kind of got a little bit, like, fatigued with Destiny 2 because going through the whole thing with, like, my friends and stuff, and then we did, like, a couple missions for, like, Temple of Osiris, did a couple things with, like, exchanging stuff reserved, but after the whole dawning stuff, we just went forth, and uh, we started doing our separate stuff. I haven't touched the game personally,
0: I think, about a week or two. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I mean... I haven't played it yet. I haven't played the first part yet, but I've heard some mediocre things. We'll talk about that more in the next story. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it seems like the people in the uh, the Destiny world, uh, the, the players of the Destiny world are a little, a little excited about this with the new area and everything. And uh, Hopefully it's better than, than the last one. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going on with that. It's supposed to, I think it's going to play off more how the uh, the first expansion ended. But, Let's move on to the uh, the next story with Bungie, so or with Destiny 2 rather. But uh, Bungie is promising big changes to Destiny 2 uh, this year, and actually fairly soon. So Chris Barrett, he's a director of the uh, the game's current team, uh, came out to this. The team has been hard at work, and we're ready to share what where we're he- we are headed. We used to wait to talk about the about game updates until we were certain we could meet our, our deadlines to avoid letting players down. If we change our plans, no longer we're we're not we're not just listening; we are doing. Um, so we're not. I mean, Gables maybe a little more because I know you've been looked on it last couple months. But especially me and uh, we are not the uh, biggest like people when it comes to like knowing Destiny inside and out. True. Uh, we definitely we we praise Destiny. We both had number seven on our list this year. Uh, I have said a lot of great things about Destiny 2, and so have you, and we're just kind of, like, casual Destiny fans. Yeah. Um, and, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Interesting reading When I saw this, uh, this just came out, I think, yesterday, uh, but, and I, I heard a little bit of it, but I, I didn't think it was as bad as it was with Destiny 1. Oh, but people with Destiny 2 are maybe the most, like, not, I don't want to say outraged, but most, like, Vocal about their disappointments and uh, with everything going on with, with with this game, where they have uh, they have focused more on the Eververse, which it, there's more more uh, going on with the Eververse, which is the real world uh, microtransaction real world, stuff. Yeah, yeah, real money uh, store they have. Where uh, they had the the holiday event, the Dawning, uh, and a lot of it was based around getting cosmetics. They yep. had to buy. Um, it was real money. Um, <clears throat> Then the the you know we were talking about the Curse of Osiris DLC yep. pack came out a few weeks ago and it was basically everything was people were saying it was short it was dull and most of it was replaying old areas kind of um, like the Dark Below <laughs> yeah <laughs> From yeah Destiny One yeah and that's what people were saying I mean that's the thing that people were saying this is almost mirroring Destiny One and that was fine in 2014 when they first released this game it's 2007 it's the 2018 now the game came out in late 2017. They've had three plus years to get this game right. And yep. in a lot of ways, like the the first the opening package, September was a great month for Destiny Two. It but it's was. like October hit and then November hit and December hit. And it's like, what are we doing? It's like we're just right back where we began. We've been saying it, like people have been saying it, we've been saying it. It's like, oh, they're gonna have their Taken King next fall in 2018. And it's like they are just mirroring what's going on with Destiny Two. And um, it's just kind of. It, it, I thought I was like I was. I read a whole article actually. Kotaku, um, one of the people there, a, I thought it was a really interesting article, just going, going over all that and talking about it. Like Reddit, a lot of people on Reddit are upset. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of people are upset. So kind of the key things that they are doing, uh, that they they're saying they're going to do is um, they pr- they promise to, and in quotations, shift the balance, um, in quotations, for items like ghosts, sparrows, and ships from the Eververse, which is the real money store. Uh, okay. to, to being able to earn them by actually playing the game. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, and then also, then a quote he had was, "We recognize that the scales are tipped too uh, too far f- towards tests, which is the Eververse at the moment, and Eververse was never intended to be a substitute for in-game content and rewards." Um, they plan to have more tangible rewards for the in-game activities. They're going to bring back six six v six multiplayer for the Crucible because there's a lot of people that were pretty upset. It was a big thing. When they Announced they're going to go 4v4 in the crucible, which is the online uh player versus player matchup. Uh, we talked about the dawning, um, people being a lot upset, really upset about that. And uh, last but not least, they uh, you will finally be able to see the other members of your fire team on the destination map. No more, uh, no more having to ask your fire team where they went when they fast travel, uh, to to their, their landing zone. Uh, so yeah, I think a lot of um, and there's a lot more stuff they announced too. a lot more like inside baseball shit that I read. And I'm like, I don't understand any of this shit. A lot more stuff with the modding and equipment and stuff like right. that. But, uh, they're also going to, I think they said they're going to try to add some more uh, multiplayer modes for the crucible. So yeah, I mean, there's some big stuff coming uh, down the, I mean, not big stuff maybe for casual fans like me, but I think for the hardcore people that want more to go back to that love destiny, there's a lot, there's, um, some looks, look, there's some big things coming, and it looks like they're trying at least. They're, they're like they said, they're not just listening anymore, they're doing. And maybe for those people, that's this is I'm curious to see where, well, a few months down the line, where we're at with Destiny 2 and see if this stuff actually makes a difference. What about you?
1: I'm in the same boat, I'm of the mind where don't say, do. And mm-hmm. at this point in time, Bungie has done a poor job of really going through this classification, the whole, like, correction of the Eververse stuff that has been not only having longtime players of Destiny in general, like, kind of up in arms because, like you said before, and, like, we have touched upon in the past weeks, where Eververse basically held a lot of the key, like, powerful items that you could not even get inside the middle of the game unless... Paying for it, and mm-hmm. to some extent, I kind of feel that Bun, that Bungie probably is going to try to do something in terms of uh, the Eververse. They're probably going to do some other type of like thing because of Activision Blizzard just trying to go forth and just try to uh, manipulate some of the microtransaction stuff to something less subtle and less like sleazy as the Eververse currently is at its current form, where you have tests the. You know, the the person that's behind the freaking thing selling you yeah. this stuff. Test Evers. Yeah. Basically, just selling you, like, just basic things of, like, gl- not like Glimmer, but like uh, bright stuff, like uh, actual silver, this and that and stuff to where you can get some items that way. I mean, I like the idea that they're trying to work on the game's faults, but at the same time, I do not really trust Bungie to go forth and, like, just fix a lot of this stuff in one fell swoop i kind of of them the mind that they will try to do similar to what they did in destiny 1 to where here's the thing after the dark below released on for the original destiny they did almost the exact same thing when it came to like updates and stuff not like in terms of microtransactions mind you but in order to try to clarify to their fans like their actual like extreme fans and stuff that uh they are working on specific portions of the stuff to try to make it more appeasing and try to retain a lot of them because this time around they really fucked up at the beginning to where they are losing people in mass. Mm-hmm. So the sooner they get this solved, hopefully, the less people are going to be dropping off after the first couple weeks because that's just the thing. If I hadn't gotten the whole. Like uh, extra like season pass and that that, person that you gave me and stuff because of that whole like deal that you had through like I think it was Best Buy or something.
0: Uh, GameStop, yeah. Oh, GameStop, I got, yes. I got I got the game for thirty bucks and it came with because of a pricing error. Came with season pass. I got an email to code which I put in right away and then when I got the game physically mailed to me, it also came with a code for the season pass in it. So I gave my extra code to Gables.
1: And which I am very thankful for because that's really a kind gesture by Tyler. But uh, at the same point, if I did not have that, I literally would have been locked with my character just basically having like 300 power and everything. Which inside Destiny stuff, the cap is like 330, I think it is, for like power. But uh, I think you're limited right now to about level 25 if you have the Temple of Osiris DLC. But if you did not have it, you would be stuck at, like, level 20, getting bright engrams and stuff like that that would only refurbish upwards to have a power of, like, 300 instead of, like, the 330. Or, like, uh, if you're, like, breaking down weapons and try to get things up, you couldn't power up a weapon to say, like... You could power up with maybe, like, only the 360 or something like that. But still, you would have been... Barred from actually going through and getting some of the best or the better weapons because of the whole recommendation, the required things of getting that DLC. So... Yeah. But I will say that uh, I'm just waiting and seeing what Bungie does. I'm not going to criticize too harshly, but I'm going to go through and just take a grain of salt what happens next.
0: Yeah. That's pretty much all we can do you know it's like <clears throat> by the end of destiny like if if we would have picked that game up in i don't know 2015 2016 like that would probably would have been a really good game you know probably um but you know we both i picked it up almost a, almost a year after it came out and i picked you know, it up I, at launch yeah you picked up at launch and we, we you know we we talked about a lot you know over the course but it was it was a fun game playing with friends uh but the, yeah. you know going with Destiny too like I played I played the game entirely by myself and enjoyed it quite a bit um, yeah and you played friends and enjoyed it quite a bit uh I think uh you know it's it's tough for us going in because neither one of us like in a, in a sense are really like we were I me mean, there's a little bit of burnout yeah um but I think for the amount of money we paid for it and the uh personally for me the amount of money we paid for it and the amount of fun and enjoyment I have it Uh, it's been been worth it for me. I'm enjoying it. I, I happy that we're going to get a little more destiny out of this. Maybe I'm glad for the people that are really into this, that this might be good things, but it is, it is concerning that they're, they're, that players are dropping off faster than they did with destiny. Yeah. Uh, And, and not only faster, but there's more of them dropping off more than ever. Uh, and then the whole PC thing, like, listening to people talk about the game and talking to people that play the game, like, their clans that they had, like, have, like, been, like, either people just stopped playing the game or now they're on PC. Yep. Uh Well, there's more options of, like, where you can play the game at. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a uh, rough, um, not launch, it was the second highest game, highest selling game of the year, uh, but it's just been a rough the last couple months, it, you know, it's the same thing that the, the same issue they had last time around, and it's it's crazy to me that that happened um, to me at least this fast. You know, I figured it'd be good for you know, at the end of the year. You, they figured you, know, they haven't figured out, you know, but to find out. And some I didn't, even, you know, I'm surprised that I didn't even hear more about this. Uh, just how upset people were about this game, about kind of like where the end game was, um, but. A game that's supposed to have a ten-year plan, uh, it's been a outside of uh, the first month of Destiny One, the first couple months of Destiny Two, it's been a rough uh, three years. So um, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know how they're gonna like Destiny Three is already in development. Uh, not I'm not gonna sit there and say this is the end of Destiny, but or anything like that. This game does obviously very well. Uh, there's a lot of fans behind it. There's a lot of people play, still playing it. There's like IGN has a Destiny podcast. Somehow they do a weekly podcast for like the last three years, and it's one of the like ten most downloaded shows every week, yep. um, on on the, on the on our games and hobbies. So obviously there's a big audience around Destiny. So this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. But it's just like how, how is this? What, what so how is this gonna? What is what is Destiny the franchise gonna look like in 2024? You know, that's. That's why I want to. Know. How are they going to fix something? How are they going to make it better? Uh, a lot of big questions there. But uh, anyways, let's uh, let's move on to uh, a couple more topics here. We got uh, so Burnout Paradise HD. Uh, apparently, there, I guess there there was like some leaks late last year, like November or December, about uh, Burnout Paradise HD uh, coming out. Uh, yeah. it's not gonna be confirmed by EA or anybody but there uh, somebody came, uh, there's like a, a game scheduling wiki that is sounds like it um, is pretty um, on the nose when it comes to putting dates out. Has it set for a release date of March 16th in Japan this wow. isn't gonna be like a full like remaster or anything. It's gonna be like an up it's just an upres version of burnout Paradise. Oh, Uh but that's not bad. No, yeah, sounds like this might be a route, like, EA's been trying to basically just do Burnout Paradise uh, for, like, I don't know, 11 years now? I don't when would that come out, 2007, I want to say. Yeah, uh,
1: for, um, for over 10 years now, they've been yeah. trying to emulate the success of Burnout Paradise, so it's so like...
0: Their, their answer to finally matching the greatness of Burnout Paradise is just by oppressing Burnout Paradise. Which is equally later. part
1: as depressing, but at the same time, it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, it's also kind of awesome, because Burnout Paradise was pretty fucking sweet back in the day. It was. Yeah, so, uh, you got the, didn't you get the platinum for that game?
1: I did, on PS3. Yeah. That was yeah. the first game that, my first full game, I officially downloaded without having to buy it physical. And I literally got the platinum of that game. And the last trophy that I got in order to unlock it was, take a picture of myself, my USB camera. For PS3. That's it. And that was basically how I got my first Platinum. Nice.
0: So, you'd be the best, probably one of the better people to ask would you be interested in a Burnout Paradise HD?
1: Yes, I would be interested in replaying Burnout Paradise because the open world terrain for that game is really fun. There are a bunch of small missions, small races, small, like, uh, variety of different types of sorts that you can actually get lost in for, like, hours at a time. I remember going through and like doing a bunch of like crashing, you know, basically just have the car go forth and just started crashing. You can do all sorts of various little points that you gathered up. But uh, I also like the aspect of competing against friends as times and doing this and doing that. Plus, basically, the whole overtone of like Burnout Paradise is you have the Guns and Roses thing, Paradise City, pretty yes. much like blaring. And that was probably my favorite thing about that game, to where you can actually listen to Guns N' Roses while you're driving, or any type of other, like, uh, popular music, not only for the time, but, like, retro stuff. It had a kick-ass
0: soundtrack, man.
1: It was one of the best soundtracks for a racing game that I think I've heard in quite some time.
0: Early Tony Hawk awesome soundtrack.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's actually a good comparison, because that used to be how the Tony Hawk games were, where you would hear these classic, well, now classic, like band rock bands, like specific types of rap artists and stuff like that that mm-hmm. were kind of, not like niche, but like uh, well-known to that specific kind of generation of uh, music fans. But those of us who were growing up as kids got a chance to first get exposure to it, you know, like uh, could actually listen through it. And that's kind of like how I was with like Burnout Paradise for some tracks. But yeah.
0: Never gonna forget Tony Out Proscares 3 Dell the Funky Homo sapien. Uh, yeah, that shit's good right there, guys. You wanna listen you wanna listen to good rap? Dell the funky homo sapien. Look at that shit. Oh out. my god. Life altering. But yeah, Burnout Paradise, like that game was like that I remember I got the, like like <coughs> excuse me. Still getting over flu. So my voice is kind of in and out still. I had like no voice a few days ago, so yeah, uh, but no, Burnout Paradise. I I am. It was like I think it came out not too long after I got my uh, my Xbox 360. Yeah, and, like that playing that with friends and just hopping in. That game was fucking so much fun. Like I got I remember getting Forza 2. Like Forza 2 like the, it came out. I got that like basically I think that came out, like a week before I got my Xbox 360. Yeah. So playing that with, with with my friends was fun, it was fine. It, it was a simulation you know, it was a simulator racing game, it was you know, but just going into the open world for the first time and like just driving around with your friends doing stupid shit basically. I one of the first of its kind doing that, uh on consoles. One of the first games, probably the first racing game to do it. Uh like I so said, the soundtrack was fucking fantastic. Uh just you weren't even like doing races or anything like that or any like anything like crash modes or something they were just driving around doing dumb shit that game was incredibly fun and uh i hope it's true i hope it's not like 60 bucks when it comes out If, if it's like a downloadable like 20 30 bucks fuck yeah that's that's perfect for me um but i'm a little concerned that maybe it's not maybe it's nostalgia like I've been trying to think, like, oh, they've been sure... Tr- like, people were saying, oh, it's still Burnout Paradise. So, like, all these Need for Speeds, all these Burnout, like, these Need for Speed games coming out, and they're trying to be just like that. And, like, for- like no, there's that Forza, um, not Hor- Is it Forza Horizon? That- that's, like, Forza that Horizon. CD. It's. Yeah, you know what? The
1: only game series I can think of that closely matches Burnout Paradise in terms of scale would be, like, the Forza Horizon 2, Forza Horizon 3, to a certain extent. Like, and even, like, the. Forza Horizon, like, Fast and the Furious stuff, to where they borrowed a lot of things from EA's, like Burnout Paradise, and a lot of it worked, actually. That's why I got so engrossed that one year playing Forza Horizon 2 on Xbox One.
0: Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, if there's a bit of nostalgia in that, and maybe it's just, like, that was, like... It's almost like Outlast, in a way, for me. Like, I'm I'm wondering if if that's maybe what it is, where it's just, like, Outlast was the first time i played a horror game of that type maybe yeah burnout paradise is that for all of us too like maybe that's why we love that game so much because it was the first time we played it and now we just see a lot of people like we've seen a million copies of that game since that maybe we just kind of burned out on burnout for lack <laughs> of a better term um, and I'm, I'm just kind of curious i hope not because i f- fucking i i, I want to forever love the memory that was playing burnout paradise yeah um but i just i don't know I don't, i'm, I'm Obviously, I'm excited to see uh, if this is true, if it happens. This this rumor came out a couple, like a month or two ago. Then there's more stuff coming out for it lately in the last couple of weeks. Uh, nothing's been announced uh, yet, but it would make sense. a March, uh, March release date being right before the end of the uh, fiscal year uh, would totally, I could see, be feasible. The only downside, I think, the only kind of bummer is that it's it's not a full like remaster right from all the rumors coming out. It's just a up res, which whatever, that's fine. But for, you know, a card game, it's usually, those, those are usually pretty much like graphic porn for your consoles. So yeah, I, I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that this is true. Uh, cause I would like to jump back into that. Um, just another game to fucking add to the March video game calendar. Yeah. Uh, but moving on, uh, the next topic before we get into the Nintendo stuff is uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue uh, is getting remastered. So, this is like the forgotten Assassin's Creed game, other than the, not including the Vita one. Uh, this is. The, so, everybody talks about Assassin's Creed Unity, and it's a broke piece of shit. That like game was the first one that, was the one that came out the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, had the weird women with no faces and all that shit. And, uh, going through the world. Well, Assassin's Creed Rogue was the. Um, that came up the exact same day as Unity, but it was only a 360 and PS3 game. Uh, and uh, it just kind of went on the radar, but it was like, quietly, like, supposed to be a really well-reviewed game. And it was a game I actually really wanted to play, but uh, I just had no interest in playing a three, my 360 at that point. Um, and it was already unplugged, sitting off, of the, sitting off in a corner somewhere. Uh, but it's finally getting remastered. It's getting brought to the PS4 and Xbox One on March 20th. Uh, it'll run at 4K on and, um, and 1080p on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. Uh, this one, like, I remember the reviews coming out of time, and, it, like, it, people were saying it was, like, one of the, from a story standpoint for, like, uh, for the character, it was one of the better Assassin's Creed games where, like, you actually start off as an Assassin And then you switch to a Templar in the game. Like, you become a Templar. You're one of the bad guys. Uh. Um, Which, for me as a Sass Creed fan, or I don't know, maybe a previous, I don't know if I still am or not at this point. Um, I was at one point. Um, Was really intriguing. I just, you know, comes out in November. November's busy time of year for video gaming, plus 360. Didn't want to do that. Uh, So, I'm personally. kind of curious like you know i talked about assassin's creed origins i didn't really care for it uh and i'm wondering if that's more is it the assassin's part am i burned out on like on assassin's creed or i just oh well dogs fighting over a bone now uh they're good now uh but like am i burned out on assassin's creed games or am i if i just not like assassin's creed origins and that's what i want to know like so i'm not probably i don't know if i'm gonna buy this day one or anything i don't think i will uh but, uh, I am curious, like, do I, is right do I still have that love and that passion for Assassin's Creed games? Uh, or if it really is gone. I want to know that, personally, as a gamer. Like, because it's a, it's a franchise that I've been playing for over a decade now. I have played, I don't know, eight, nine, ten Assassin's Creed games. Uh, I've beaten all of them, except for Origins. Um, and, like, this is in this one, like, of the main ones, I guess, uh, So I'm, you know, I am curious to see if I like this or not, because this is still a pure Assassin's Creed game. So uh, I know you're not the biggest Assassin's Creed guy, Gables, but uh, I don't... This this was more something for me, I guess, than you. Right. Any interest at all in Assassin's Creed or or Rogue? To be perfectly
1: Mm -hmm. honest, I don't really have too much interest just because I haven't really enjoyed an Assassin's Creed game for a while. Not since like, my playthrough of Assassin's Creed 2, which that was a lot of people's, like, entering point inside that series. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. But, uh... Other than that, though, it's like, I don't... I can't really think of anything, like, good or bad to say about Assassin's Creed Rogue. I mean, it's awesome that there are people that have a PS4 and Xbox One will finally get to experience them, but on the other hand and stuff, it's like... I don't know what Ubisoft can do at this point to really get me interested in playing that type of game.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, guys, I'm back. This is Tyler, um, well, feature Tyler from the recording of this show. But um, that is kind of the abrupt end of the show. Obviously, like I said at the beginning of the show, uh, we, we broke up the last part and put it out earlier in the week. Um, but thanks for downloading and listening. Hope you enjoyed that show. And we'll be back next week with a fresh new podcast. Um, so thanks, guys. Bye.